Hello beautiful mamas and welcome to the Mama Load. I'm Kiki, I am a mother of four and I have worked in early childhood teaching, loving, supporting all kinds of areas for the last 22 years. Holy moly, a long time. But I'm going to tell you that my qualifications and what I've done is the least fucking interesting thing about me. What I am good at is mothering and what my four kids have taught me has superseded any kind of information I ever learned in the workplace. So this space is for me to share with you all of the words of wisdom about that, about mothering and mothering from our higher self and always mothering with love first. Love for ourselves, love for our beautiful children, and love for the people who help us raise those children. So I hope you enjoy this episode and sending you love as always. Hello, my beautiful mamas. I actually recorded this podcast a week or so ago and when I've like felt deep into it I was like that's not the angle that's not the that's not the most loving way to look at this so I'm re-recording it and reframing it because sometimes I think any of us can go off on a tangent about something based on what someone else has done And I want to, and sometimes I do, do rants based on what other people are doing, but mostly I want to tap into like what I want to share with you about what I have learned on my journey. And so, yeah, I'm back here again. And I'm here to talk about your internal compass, your compass that leads you in the right direction always of what feels right and what feels wrong and what got me on this kind of thought process was the statement of feel the fear and do it anyway it's I I don't know you know when you think of a statement and then all of a sudden you start seeing it everywhere I've seen like three people post it on Instagram just today so that's it's it's swimming in my head and I saw someone rebute it in terms of not rebute it that's actually the opposite of what I'm trying to say I saw someone say that's my motto and that is how I move through anxiety if I'm anxious about something then I just go and do it anyway now anxiety and depression Uh, to me, and I'm talking about women and I'm talking about mothers and I am not talking about science. I am talking about the feeling inside of a woman's body because a woman knows her body. She operates from the space of her body, whereas a a masculine energy is going to operate from the space of the mind. And when you are feeling anxious or depressed inside of your body, I feel it is because your intuition is telling you something 
It is telling you not to go that way and you're choosing not to listen to it. Now, I feel like this is really, really, really different to someone choosing to someone to choose something that feels out of their comfort zone and moves them towards a place of growth and expansion. So the other week I tried a dancing class. Was I like fearful of it and a little bit scared? Of course I was. It was like, well, I've never done a dancing class in my life. Well out of the realms of my norm. But that's not anxiety. Anxiety is like, copious fear of what's going to happen and so you know some really good ways of looking at this is um actually my kids were climbing a tree the other day and there's tree climbing rules once you understand the laws of nature (laughs) and generally you would say that you don't climb a any branches that are smaller than your legs okay because it's a good way to for kids to visualize the strength of the branches in relationship to their size. Now, my girls were climbing to a very high top of the tree and I the branches were definitely smaller than their legs. And I wanted to call out that statement of reminder. I wanted to be like, what are the thickness of the branches? Like, what's going on? But I could see that they were acutely aware of what they were doing. They were focused on the process. They weren't just like wildly swinging from trees like monkeys. They were like defining themselves and climbing. And I stopped myself. And actually after a while, one of my girls called out and said, Mum, I know that the branches are thinner than my legs, but I can feel they are strong enough to hold me. But if I had shouted at her, she wouldn't be able to feel that. If I had called out the rights and the wrongs, she wouldn't actually be able to feel inside of her body what is wrong or right. And so we're encouraging kids to like bypass that feeling from a very early stage. And we've had that feeling bypassed like eons ago. For most women, that compass is turned off, that internal compass, until they're either pregnant or give birth, and it might not even happen the first time. Sometimes it's like the second or the third baby, and then that compass gets turned on, and it is like a roar that she cannot control. It like feels beyond what she can even articulate to the world when that compass gets turned back on. And often women get diagnosed with postnatal depression or postnatal anxiety. I am not saying these things are not true. I am saying that they're your compass, they're your guiding light. And if we're not listening to these guiding lights, we're trying to turn them off or numb them out through medication, or through other people's thought processes, and we don't find them for ourselves. we again turn it off. We turn the compass 
off and say, we don't need you anymore. I'm going to numb you out with something. I'm going to numb you out with TV. I'm going to numb you out with scrolling. I'm going to numb you out with medication that my doctor said I need. I'm going to numb you out with shopping. I'm going to numb you out with all of these external things. And then the compass is gone. And then we try and teach our kids their compass and we can't because we don't have a compass left anymore. My compass didn't get turned on until my, like, probably after I'd had my second baby. It took me a while. It wasn't quick. There was many other metaphysical changes that came at the same time when I took, like, complete control of self and really enlightened myself to who I desired to be and, like, grabbed that by the balls And I believe every woman has access at any point to turn the internal compass back on. Actually, I know that that's what my job in this lifetime is. When you work with me, I work with you on that compass. That is is our main focus. Like, how do we get the compass back on? How do we turn the lights back on inside of you? So it's not like full of dark, it's full of light. And you let light in everywhere you go and everywhere you Go, everyone can see that light. That is my, I I know that my wisdom sharing comes down to that, you finding that light. The question is, how willing are you to listen to that compass and where it's sending you? Because many of us are blocking this compass with intent to block it, that we don't want to listen, that we don't want to hear, and we try and escape. We even, like most of us now, will try and escape our relationships, our friendships, our families, our marriages, before we would deal with our compass, because we think it's everyone else. You know, if you're in challenges in your relationship where you feel like you're going one way and the other person is going the other way, you have a part to play in that, a big part, maybe even more than 50%. How can you align yourself with the yin and the yang? Because thinking that there is only one truth or only one way is like saying there's only one way to get to your friend's house when really there's a hundred ways. So, after you've listened to this podcast, I want you to think about your compass. Your compass leads you in the right direction. Your compass leads you to beautiful relationships Your compass leads you to easy, joyful parenting. Your compass leads you to easy, joyful ways of making money. Your compass leads you to easy, joyful ways of just like living in this human world. It's not the resistance. So are you aware of where you're turning your compass off? Go look for it.